Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, we're running through how the team is shaping up for Game Week 27. The bench boost is active, and there's a few considerations to weigh up this week. I'll spare all the wildcarders the agony of talking about last game week, myself included. However, it might cheer you up knowing it was actually my lowest game week score ever since I started keeping a record. So Sanchez lost his spot in goal for the first time the week I grabbed him. Henry blanked while the other 4.5 mil Brentford defender scored. March blanked while Matoma scored on my bench. Captain Saka blanked, Madison got booked and loads more went wrong. A hilariously bad game week and it was a red arrow to about 1.2 mil but the bench boost is active and the plan is to have some fun with captaincy in the coming weeks. So let's have a look at how the team's lining up this week. And right before we go through the team, today's video has been sponsored by Fantasy Football Scout. I wanted to run through my custom data tables in the members area which I've made public to everyone. I personally have tables for each position. You can sort the columns, pick gaming ranges and compare players. Really fun tool and I've made all my tables public so if you search FPL Focal you'll find them all. Click the link at the top of the description to try out the members area and it supports the channel too. So let's get into the team, and in goal it's Raya, who has a double game week away to Everton, who have 19 goals this season, and then Southampton away, who have 20 goals this season, worst and second worst among all teams. A lot of travelling in store for Brentford this week, heading all the way up to Merseyside before back down to the south coast. It's a good double game week, and I'd be happy with one clean sheet across the two games realistically. Southampton will be high in spirits after taking 3 points from Leicester last week. That said, over the last 6 games, their 4.76 xG is second worst in the league, and their 122.3 minutes per xG is worst in the league. The back 3 is Zinchenko, Henry and Trippier. It's a Brentford double up in defence, which really underlines the power of the double game mix, rightly or wrongly. Ordinarily, probably not even own one Brentford defender, and it's the first time I've had one all season, and I'll double up with Raya. With two double game weeks and a fixture in blank game week 28, it is enough to justify the inclusions. Another shock last game week was Arsenal conceding seconds into the match. I was actually at the game and I just sat down at my seat as I watched both Sinchenko and Gabriel's clean sheets wiped out instantly. Quite a sight to watch live, but it was an incredible game. Arsenal are away to Fulham this week, who have been boosted by the return of Mitrovic to the team. Since the restart, Sinchenko's numbers have actually been really impressive. His 15 shots is 4 more than any other defender and his 12 chances created can only be beaten by Trippier and Alexander-Arnold. When the bench boost is active, I tried to be realistic about which players I would bench had it been a regular game week for an honest measurement of the chip's success. Without the chip active this week, Sinchenko would get the nod over Gabriel. At one point, it looked like Newcastle would never concede again after that run of 8 games without conceding. They've since conceded in their last 4 games in a row. However, 3 of those were without Bruno Guimaraes during his suspension. And he is back now, and of course the last game they did face Man City away, which is about as tough as it comes. 
I feel they will come good again in the coming weeks. So the midfield is Matoma, Rashford, Saka and March. Matoma vice-captain, March captain, more on that in a minute. Well done if you did get Matoma on my Callis' points last game week. I've got a comparison of the three Brighton mids here from my scout table. The situation with the mids is whichever you go for, you're going to have to accept that points will come from the others. Similar situation to how Arsenal have been. If you had Saka and Erdegaard, you still expect Martinelli points and you'll miss out on them. Or if you had Saka and Martinelli, then you expect Erdegaard to return as well. You can't have them all, however this table is over the last 6 game weeks and McAllister is top for expected goal involvement. This does include his penalty though, which carries an XG of 0.76. Marsh actually has the best underlying numbers of the 3 in terms of non-penalty expected goal involvement. It's not always about pure numbers though, Matoma passes the eye test and he's such a talented, dangerous player. At a disappointing rank, I'm going to back the differential for captain, which is certainly March, and I imagine he'll be almost completely overlooked after last game week's blank. And there's one other statistic to show, which is this one measuring chances conceded since the restart. Crystal Palace and Leeds have conceded 18 chances each down their left flank, which is worse than the league, March's side. So it's locked in, March captain. We talked about the power of double game weeks, and if this were a single game week, there's so many other players we'd normally be looking at for captaincy. Rashford home to Southampton, Sakurai to Fulham in midfield, Kane and Haaland both options as well. Expecting a response from Man United after an upset last game week, but we're going to have to stick with the double game week players for captaincy. It could be a move that comes back to bite, but in game week 29, Saka may leave the team for Fernandez, who has a double game week and better fixtures thereafter, including an expected double in 34 and 37. Long-time subscribers of the channel might remember in pre-season, I said that this season, Saka breaks the 200-point mark in my opinion. He's on 149 points as it stands with 12 games to play. 4.25 points per game on average would be enough to break it. The front three is Kane, Tony, and Haaland. After a poor result last game week and falling out of the Champions League, Spurs need a result in front of home fans. Spurs perhaps missing Conte and Bentancur in recent weeks. This season on the road, Forest have conceded 29 goals, which is second worst. Tony is another standout option for captaincy this week, and if you haven't watched this week's Who to Buy video, it'll be on screen at the end. The projected points were really close between him and the Brighton mids for captaincy. There's not been any outcome yet as far as his potential ban. There's reportedly a hearing in April, so it should be perfectly fine for this double and Gimmick 28, perhaps even Gimmick 29 and beyond that as well. This was partly the reason the decision to bench boost this week rather than 29. First of all, there was a month that separated the Gimmick 26 wildcard and the Gimmick 29 bench boost, which is a very long time in the world of FPL. Look at the Brighton goalkeeper situation alone, that changed straight away unfortunately. Plus the uncertainty on Tony's ban, I feel that it's a risk worth taking, so make sure you subscribe to the channel to see how it goes next week. Haaland completes the 11, another one who could be leaving the team soon. In fact, if you caught yesterday's wildcard video, he wasn't even in that team. His numbers have dropped off a bit in recent weeks, and Man City don't play in Gimmick 28 or doubling Gimmick 29, so there is an opportunity to grab someone like Watkins, Tony or even Ian Nacho if you don't own them. Champions League football is back and perhaps we see Haaland get some limited minutes. If the game is wrapped up it will come as no surprise if he's withdrawn early around the hour mark. They're 1-0 on aggregate against RB Leipzig and they play on Tuesday. It would be unacceptable for the Man City fans if they were to drop out this early. So the bench boost is active and on the bench it's Sanchez, Gabriel, Madison and Botman. I have weighed up abandoning the plan and switching to bench boost 29. Instead, it would mean rolling the transfer this week, but taking a minus 4 in Gimmick 29 and hoping for no other issues cropping up. All it would take for Tony to be banned in Gimmick 29 and it's a minus A. Or worse, if there's any other issues that crop up, like an injury over the international break. 
That said, Bench Boost 29 is the better plan if everything goes perfectly to plan. It has been a season for me personally where a lot hasn't gone to plan, so I'm getting the chip out of the way, allowing me not to gamble on the next three or so weeks going perfectly. So Sanchez has lost his spot in goal for the first time, which was unforeseen. So unfortunately a transfer has to be spent in goal, and the intention was to roll. I will keep an eye out for what happens this week, mainly the Brighton press conference. The plan as it stands is to sell Sanchez to Steele and then bench boost. It was a good performance from Steele, keeping a clean sheet last game week. He only faced a couple of shots admittedly, but he looked composed, good with the ball at his feet, arguably more than Sanchez. Sanchez has gotten a bit complacent recently according to some Brighton fans, including a howler mistake against Palace a few weeks back, so this is likely in Deserby's thinking, plus he remarked that right now Steele's more suited to play in his way. He did also add that Sanchez can still work to get to his level, so Steele's by no means nailed long term if Sanchez does take it up a level, or if Steele makes a serious mistake in the coming weeks. If Steele can hold on to the spot then he's the best value for money keeper in the game by a mile. So that's the plan, let's see what happens next. Let me know how last game it went for you and what your plan is this week, I read every comment. If you enjoyed the video please drop it a like and subscribe as well. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.